How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. What the hell's going on, big guy? <laughs> what the hell? We're, we're coming to you live now on, on you know to start the week after quite possibly the craziest week in you know the NFL season so far. What? Um, a lot to... the hell? A, a lot to what get to. What is wrong to. with these teams? A lot to get to yeah. um, with a crazy week. Week 15. Um, it took you know 15 weeks for a lot of bad. Just get wonky. It's not a dub day Monday, unfortunately. After an no. implodement by the Cowboys um, for the second, you know, not straight, but second game this year that they've done so of blowing. Uh, a lead I'm not like sure that. that's a word, but that works for me. Yeah, it's it's the word I'm using to describe it. So it's it's going to be a word pathetic. today. Pathetic um, is the word know, I'm using. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that game. We're gonna get into a lot of games that were just nuts. I mean, the Cowboys weren't even the biggest clowns of the week because the the Patriots said "hold my beer" and did what they did um, at the end of their game. We'll I, talk about let's, that. In, Patriots, <laughs> I, I don't play. know. For "hold my beer" award, you gotta consider the Colts and, oh, the, and Patriots. the Colts. I forgot about the Colts. We gotta get to Saturday games. The Saturday games um, where the Colts just blew a thirty three. Uh, to nothing lead at halftime. It, it doesn't even sound <laughs> fathomable. Um, no. Uh, insane. So we got to get to week 15, recap it. Um, in the picks, th- there's not going to be a lot of a lot of talking. It was an even week for both of us. Um, it, it could be a one-game difference with our Monday night game. I have Green Bay, you have the Rams, but we won't know until after we're, we're doing this right before this game starts. Pretty confident look, Green Bay's going to win. Either uh, way, either way. I'm 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 either gonna be four Look, or still six ahead. ahead of you. You're still ahead, and, I'm not and we're still looking up at Teagle, man. That that boy doesn't doesn't he just keeps winning. Yep, keeps winning there. We're still behind, you know, some people at the top, but uh, you know, a pretty even week for close. us too. We we had some you know picks that that some of us got right and the other got wrong, but at the end of the day, we split it down the middle. Also, we got to get to the World Cup. Argentina Woo-hoo! is the winners. Uh, you called it I, from the start. I did. I, I don't even I don't even have words for what I watch. It was one of the most entertaining things I've ever you know laid eyes on um, in it's sports. The greatest soccer game I've ever watched it, in my it, entire life. It was awesome. Um, we'll get to that. Um, we got some win streaks of our own teams that we got a spotlight. Rangers Magic on big win streaks. We'll talk about that. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into. A lot of sports, and then obviously football. You know, will dominate the episode as always. Let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's start with that amazing game uh, over in... Viva Argentina! I don't even know what to say. Just one of the best, if not the best. And this is coming from me, who about four weeks ago said, you know, soccer's, you know, kind of boring at times, low scoring. It's it's not just for me. I love the World Cup, but, but soccer's, you know, not, you know, really for me. That was... And I'm just going to say, it, it was the most entertaining sporting event i've ever watched mm-hmm. i i don't even know i i don't even know what else comes close the only thing that i that i would compare it to was that bills chiefs playoff game last yeah. year that yep. that's what it felt yep. like it, it was unbelievable 
how back and forth it was. You know, Messi versus Mbappe, both of them just, you know, it, it just going, showed up, showing up, and, and not and showing up is an understatement. They <laughs> they played unbelievable, both of them. I mean, Messi, you know, getting it started with the penalty kick, Mbappe getting two goals in two minutes, the second one being just an well, unreal strike, you know, that he was, he hit the ball, you know, from, from in the air after a great pass, uh, you know, tying it up in, in extra time again with a penalty kick, unbelievable stuff. Argentina eventually the, wins. The, the goal, the goal kicks. by on the goal by on Di Maria, which yeah. was a th- like boom, boom, boom pass from Messi to McAllister to him. Yeah, that to was Di Maria. unreal. Like, it was unreal. It was, yeah. it was poetry. It was it, so it good. Really, it was. And this is, this is why, you know, we get romantic about sports because that mm-hmm. was just uh, – that was amazing to the eyes. I mean, I couldn't take my eye off it. I'm not anyway – neither me or you are affiliated with Argentina or yep. or France. We got no family from either of those countries, and I feel like I was shaking. I was shaking. like – it was unreal. I, when, when they won, I, I, I was choked up, and I felt little tears, like, getting in my eyeballs yeah, I mean, for Messi and for Argentina and for Di Maria and – I, it just it was such an emotional roller coaster, and then to watch the fans who probably gave up their entire life savings just to right. be there, and and get to see something that look Argentina is going through economic like turmoil, political turmoil. Like these people, half the country is in poverty, and for the first time in I don't know since what Diego Maradona thirty five years ago, these people have something to feel good about their lives. Like I felt yes. like I just felt for them. Yeah, like, it, it was, was amazing. It, it was but meant I, to be. Oh, I, I love it. sporting events where the best players like shine, yeah. right? That's why the Buffalo Bills and the you know the Chiefs game was so good last year because Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes were amazing, and so yeah. was you know Stephon Diggs and like everybody played well, and it came down to that last you know kind of second. In this game, you have twelve guys or you know eleven guys on the pitch. And, and you couldn't keep your eyes in the first half off of Messi. He was so dominant with the ball. And then in the second half, Mbappe was unstoppable. It was amazing to watch. Amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, just I was speechless at the end. Um, it, it completely changed my entire view, you know, on, on soccer as a whole. This entire tournament really did. It was an excellent tournament. Um, you know, plenty of, of countless memories um, and great moments you know, from this, I'm, I'm pissed that it happens every four years. I got to wait another four years for this to happen. But here's the good news in four years. It's in the U S I'd like to go to a game. I'd like to be at, you know, let's go to Miami and go to a game. I I think it would be awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing that, that really was just incredible to me was at the start of the tournament, you knew it was Messi's last, you know, last go around. You knew that the only thing that he had, he didn't have in his career was a World Cup, uh, yep. and 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 yes, Argentina came in with that huge win streak, and yes, they, I would say they're a favorite, but but no one expected them to beat Brazil, France, you know, some uh, of these other teams. Nobody, I'm, nobody. I'm, I'm saying, you know, the odds and and everyone that that came in that said France and Brazil were unbeatable. Um, you know, I know they didn't have to necessarily play them, but the fact that they actually came in and Messi was able to do it and, and get just that last the last thing you know needed. For just the the incredible career he's had, it was awesome to see. Um, four years from now, I'll I'll be in Miami, you know, with yep. you probably at Let's a game. Go. So that'll be really fun, you know, to watch there. Excellent tournament. Uh, let's move on now. Let's go 
to before we get into football, let's 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 shine some of our teams here. You know, we we love to to talk about you know the league and and you know big games. What about what about the Teals teams? What about me and you, the teams we root for? Because they're rolling right now. Not the Cowboys. We'll we'll get into the Cowboys later. The the Orlando Magic and the mm-hmm. New York Rangers are both on seven game win streaks right now. It's, um, it's incredible, incredible stuff right now. Or the Magic are playing right now against the Hawks. Um, you know, maybe and pull winning. it out and extend it. Um, but they've been on a roll. They just beat the Celtics back to back games. Um, Paulo Bancaro um, is is not surprising me at least because I this is the guy I expected. He is unbelievable. He is you know he's the guy that's going to take Orlando. To the top, he's been, you know, just a – he's been so efficient from the field, shooting the three like I didn't even know he could shoot the three, um, really carrying this team, you know, this young team who has still has mm-hmm. injuries um, to a six-game win streak over, you know, and back-to-back game wins over the top seed in the East. Um, and then the Rangers on, you know, in the, in the hockey side, no, no one really cares about hockey, but the Rangers, you know, were – we're struggling to start the year, you know, a couple bad losses, you know, a lot of, a lot of fights. They were talking about the coach to get fired. Right. And then now they turn it around seven game win streak against really good teams, beating, you know, some top teams in the West, the, the golden Knights, the the avalanche, you know, beating the, the devils, um, yeah, Toronto getting some good wins. Um, and they're, they're kind of turning it up. So it's, 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 you know, it's looking good for, for our teams, you know, not name the Cowboys right now. 2023, but, buddy. It's going to be our year. To, 2023. To, to, you the, know, shine some light on there. The, the Mets are, are spending $5 billion to create a winner. Let's go. I mean, we should. Yeah. 2023, I want four championships. Oh, four. I just want one. Why do we got to have four? I, know. I don't, I don't <laughs> care about Because it's four. been 26 one. years and I've had none. All right. Yep. I agree with you. It's it's bound to happen. Maybe, maybe the next three years, you know, we got to happen. All right, let's get to the NFL week 15. Let's recap before you like we said, you know, it's it, it was um it was a rough week in Cowboy Nation. We'll get to that game in a little, but in the picks, you know, we're we're we're, we're dead even right now. We'll go over these games, um break them down. Let's start with that Thursday night game 49ers Seahawks. Uh th- th- this game it went exactly how I thought it would. It really did. <laughs> if you listen back so what yep. we were saying that the Seahawks played, you know, they, they, I wouldn't say they played maybe great, but but they played a good game. They 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 kept it close. You know, they they, they kept it a one score game, but but they fell short. You know, they they you know Geno Smith, I thought threw the ball great, but but they couldn't run the ball. You just can't run on the San Fran defense. Um, and McCaffrey really carried the load for Debo. You know, Samuel being out was utilizing the you know the pass game and and had a hundred right. yards on the ground. Um, and the George Kittle sighting, two touchdowns, really helped my yes. uh, my fantasy team there. The only team to move on to the next round of the playoffs in one of my leagues. So <laughs> thank you there. Um, but let, let me ask you a question, though. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, did you ever think Seattle was going to win? No, never. I, I never thought they were no, going to win. Never, I mean, obviously, close, San Francisco. I think they were win. No, but they can't, San Francisco jumped out a 21-3 lead, right? And by the way, I love Micah Parsons. But Nick Bosa is a defensive player of the year. Yep. He is unblockable. Yep. 15 and a half sacks, and he is so disruptive, and he is a man-child. Like, he is just, his arms are like Popeye. I, I just, 
He does not get enough attention. I heard, actually heard on the radio, it was kind of funny. He goes, if Micah Parsons didn't have the best PR agent in the land, people would actually know Nick Bosa is the best defensive player. Yeah, it's it's true because he he really is right now. He's, he's dominating, um, you know, had another sack in this game as well. Uh, their, their defense is just, you know, matched with, a, 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 a you know, a top probably five offense they got they got one of the best defenses. Why they've been and, so so scary and so dangerous the last couple of years? Um, and they and, got Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy continues to roll. Uh, Brock Purdy's rookie of the year odds are are skyrocketing by the second. It, it would be insane <laughs> that a guy to come in the last couple games. weeks. <laughs> it, it would be nuts. So, 49ers pretty much, you know, it, it's not over, but they they put a real dent into Seattle's playoff odds. They got to go yes. to Kansas City next week. It probably will end uh, in in KC there. So, yep. it, it was a it was a successful season for the Seahawks. You know they got they, they have a quarterback probably for the future in Geno. They have a lot of draft picks from Denver that's gonna you know be high up there. So, a two successful great corners season. out of this draft. Right, yep. successful season for Seattle. Um, they they got a good future. You know it wasn't looking so good at the beginning of the season, but it, it is looking good now. All right, um, time to get to the biggest comeback. In NFL history, that is not an exaggeration. That is the truth. Um, Thirty-three to nothing at halftime. The Colts were up. Um, the end score of this game was thirty-nine, thirty-six uh, for Minnesota. Unbelievable. Um, the the Colts, you know, are are four nine and one, and then this just kind of sums up their season. A lot of these games that they've been in, that they've been winning, that they've lost the last second. Um, this one, there, there's just no excuse. I mean, you're up 33 nothing in a, in a in a game. You're up five touchdowns. You you, you can't lose. You can't even. This game can't even be close. It, it's unbelievable how you know they, they go up 33 nothing and Jonathan Taylor gets it's hurt in the second play of the game. They didn't even. It wasn't even because had of him. Had nothing to do with him. Had nothing to do mm-hmm. with him. Their defense had had two touchdowns, I believe. I mean, Kirk yeah. Cousins really couldn't get anything going. Uh, it, it was. Kirk Cousins had a minus. Halftime. Kirk Cousins had a minus one at halftime in fantasy football. <laughs> to, and, I mean, just just and just to pull the forty three. Here's a couple things that I would just throw me nuts. Right, this game was still thirty three nothing halfway through the third quarter. Right, it, it this is not even like it started like really early on. It started like eight minutes to go in the third. So you know, the Colts made KJ Osborne look like Justin Jefferson. Unreal. And and I'm sorry, man. Just Saturday, you're a good guy. But you and every person on the coaching staff should be fired after this game. You, you don't give up a 33-point lead, number one. Yeah. Number two, they were so pathetic on offense in the second half. Every play was run, run, throw, th- third and five, run, uh, throw a screen, uh, a wide receiver screen to somebody one or two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and they wouldn't get the first down, and then they would punt. It was like, it, I mean, it was worse than the Cowboys. Like, and that's that's saying a lot. This was pathetic. And then to watch Kirk Cousins just dice them up all second half long, it was insane. It, I, it just, and I had the Colts in every pool <laughs> and in this league. I had them winning this game. I would have looked like a goddamn hero. Yep. I just. The, the way I look at it is it's, we talk about this every week. We talk about a new team blowing a lead like this, getting conservative, blowing a lead. It, it, it really m- makes me want to ask the question of, 
all right, if, if you want to play conservative, you want to run, 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 and just punt and, and, and just kind of waste the game away, you don't want to make a mistake, and you want to lose the game, that's fine. What's the difference of, of throwing an inter- throwing the ball and throwing an interception and, and losing the game you're like doing it that way? I, I just don't understand what these coaches really – what goes through their minds in the fact that they don't want to make a mistake. You're making the mistake by being conservative. I, I don't really yeah. understand hey, why the coach I'm- just – Gave up and, and basically said, you know, we'll we'll let him back in this game unless they really wanted to tank that bad. I mean, I'm going to teach every know. coach in the National Football League the most important lesson that none of them understand. If you keep scoring, you're going to win. If you're up 33 nothing and you end up scoring 50 or 60, you're going to win. Yep. That's why good teams in college win. Because they don't take their foot off the gas pedal and they run up the score 66 to, to 10. Yeah, exactly. Because right? when you score 66 points, you're not going to lose. So when you're up 33 and you take your foot off the gas pedal and you give five opportunities to the uh, Vikings in the second half and they score on all of them, you're a bunch of idiots. Yep. But it's you got to look at it from the fact that the Vikings, yes, unbelievable comeback. That's all we really should be talking about. But this isn't the this isn't the first game the Vikings have gone down thirty plus points. You no, know, they, Cowboys, Cowboy game. I, it's it's you know they've had a couple of instances where they just haven't shown up and they don't show up in a, a playoff game against a team Especially that's not the Colts. You know it's 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 not going to be the same you know outcome. So they got yeah. they're eleven and three. They're sitting fine, but you know as we've talked about before, fraudulent the are, are a little, fraudulent, a little fraudulent. But good comeback by them. Uh, the other Saturday games, Browns. Ravens was a dud. Uh, oh the, the, the bottom line in this game um, is the Ravens are literally nothing without Lamar Jackson. So, yes. you know, wait until he comes back. And J.K. Dobbins being back is big for them. They got a running game now, or, or, you know, running game with their running great. back. So, but you still need somebody who could throw a ball. Right. Really, really great for them on the running game. You need Lamar Jackson back. That, Tyler Huntley that, is not that game. That game was seriously... Like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it was, just it was a snooze fest. Brutal. And on the other side, the Browns. Deshaun Watson his third bad game in a row after coming back. He didn't play. And good he's two in this and one. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't play good in this game. Their defense has nope. played unbelievable the last couple of weeks. It's kind of woken yep. up. Um, but Deshaun Watson three pretty bad games in a row. Oh man, nothing. Nothing to you know show for and be be excited for Browns fans there. But and then finally eight, a good game. Alive. Really good game Saturday night. Dolphins Bills. Uh, the Dolphins had this one. They, they did. really did. They played a good game in Buffalo. Yep. Tua played a good game. A, a really mistake-free game. Moster was running the ball like crazy. He has really, you know, taken advantage of this lead kind of running back role. Um, he played really good. Uh, you know, Tyree Kill nine for six, seventy and a touchdown, kind of his his routine thing. Um, but but it was it was the other guys for for Buffalo, kind of the the secondary group. Dawson Knox, you know, Gabe Davis. Um, you know, Allen doing his thing on the on the run that really got them back in this game. And Allen, there was even down. a Cole Beasley sighting, right? Cole Beasley's back in the league. He caught, he caught a pass. <laughs> um, but Josh Allen takes him down on that on that last drive. Um, gets the field goal, you know, to 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 win it there. And and it just in this game, the, the you know the quarterbacks were the difference. Tua played a really good game, but Josh Allen is just on another level. Um, and yep. he's he's so dynamic. He is. You know, th- this this really makes a case for Josh Allen to hop back in the, the MVP case. We just heard about Jalen Hurts' injury. We'll get to that in a second. Um, you know, how many games will he play left? Will that hurt him? Mahomes has had some, you know, not bad games, but close, you know, closer games than he should have. 
um, the last couple of weeks. So Allen definitely. What about Joey B? And Joey what B about Joey B? Um, but but Josh Allen won this game for for the for the Bills. He really did. He really did. Like I, there are times in a game where you need your quarterback to just be the best player on the field, and he shows up, man. In the big games, like he, it's not him who causes them to lose no. ever. Nope. <laughs> and and the way he was running the ball, I mean, when the snow was coming down, it was insane. Like just all of a sudden, it was like blizzard conditions, and he, you can't bring that big mother effort down. Like he's a he's a machine. Yep. Yeah. And, he, and he, just unbelievable, unbelievable job. And then the defense, you know, just came up big at the end, and and that was really the difference in the game. But you got to listen. At the end of the day. Miami should definitely keep their head up high. I mean, that was a really good game against a team that's better than them. The Dolphins aren't as good as the Bills, but they played a phenomenal game and really, you know, don't, they shouldn't feel anything less than a little bit of, you know, pride that they showed up to Buffalo and, and gave them everything they had. Yeah, uh, they did. And they, you know, it's, their schedule, the last three games, they should be able to win two of the last three. And they'll make the playoffs. They'll get in. They'll we'll get in. see what they can do, but. They, you know, they they played a tough game, but the Bills were were the better team at home. So, Dolphins better hope that whoever they play, it, it's warm out because they're not a cold weather team. No, the Bills eleven and three, they still are in contention for that number one seed. Um, let's get to Sunday games though. We are gonna start. Oh, we're just gonna start it off, uh, with that Cowboy game. We're gonna start. Oh, sure. Let's start there. Yeah, let's do that. Cowboys Jags. Uh, Jags forty to thirty four overtime victory. Um, another Cowboys implosion, kind of deja vu of that Packer game earlier in the year. Um, up 17 at one point, and the Jaguars just came storming back, force overtime. Trevor Lawrence played yet another amazing game. Um, and Dak Prescott with that pick six um, really wasn't his fault, but Noah Brown gives it up, um, and the Jaguars return it for the win. The Jags, you know, the, the major takeaways in this game, the Jags stay alive for you know their their division you know in a playoff spot the, the titans have been just selling lately um and the cowboys despite the loss clinch a playoff spot due to that that uh giants win um the 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 cowboys before we get into this game we're gonna obviously yeah. break down the game the cowboys are kind of in no man's land right now they're gonna finish as the the first wild card they're not gonna win the division so you yep. know you we're, we're gonna talk about this game i'm not brushing off this game and like it doesn't matter but in the grand scheme of things, you know, the, the wins and the losses that the Cowboys kind of have right now in their next couple games, you know, are 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 not really for anything seeding-wise. Um, but we can well, get into that. that's this not game. true either. Yeah, look, they're only a game and a half above the Giants and, right. you but, know, two games above look, the rest I'm, of the I'm group. I'm expecting the Cowboys don't lose out, you know. Is, no, no, is I agree. Saying. And, I'm, and the, you know, Giants win out. But... Um, where, getting, where do you want to start with this game? Getting to the game. Um, before we get really to the know. game, before we get to the game, can we just, I, I, I found this to be absolutely incredible. The stat line for Rayshon Jenkins, the defensive player who caught, who had the, you know, uh, game winning interception return for a touchdown yeah. in overtime. This is a cornerback who basically nobody in the league even knows exists. He had nine solo tackles, nine assisted tackles, two pass deflections, two interceptions, and one of them for a pick six. Yep. That's an afternoon, my friends. Yeah, it's a really unbelievable career-type game there. Let's start with the, the Cowboys offense here. Um, yeah. Specifically Dak Prescott getting just a lot of hate on, 
on social media, you know, the loss was on him. I, I just can't get behind it. I don't know where that comes from. We have to establish, you know, some things about Dak. Um, and, and it starts with this. Is Dak, do we, you know, after this season, um, you know, coming off the injury, he's been really good. You know, he, he's turning the ball over more than he has in his career, which is, has been, you know, a little troublesome. And he's made, you know, some a little throws. No, it's, AJ, it's been he troublesome. leads the league in interceptions in right. the last six but, games. You know, look at the one that no, the the one on Noah Brown. It wasn't his. I'm not saying fault. I, I'm saying it's yeah, it's worrisome. But he's been playing good overall. You know, throwing the ball. Yes, good. but but we, but, are, you know, we, but there's we a but the, there. It, it, there's there is a, a big but. but. No, there's a but. The the interceptions he's doing are at the worst possible yeah. times. Definitely. They're very, they're they're really mistake driven throws. The one that he airmailed over Schultz should have never been thrown to him in the first place. It should he was in duress. They were up. They should have thrown the ball out of bounds or you yeah. know away from everybody. The last throw that he threw to Noah Brown, I don't understand. We'll get to that you know in a second. But there's just things that he's doing you know that just don't make sense. Like you're the forty million dollar leader of this team. You need to be, you need to get everybody involved. You need to get the ball to your playmakers. The fact that the last play of the game wasn't thrown to CeeDee Lamb, like you had him on a double-team go route. Like part of it is Kellen Moore was horrific in the second half. But, you know, CeeDee Lamb was seven targets, seven catches for 136 yards. Get him the damn ball. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the CeeDee Lamb thing because it seems like they throw to CeeDee Lamb when he's open, which, as you should, he, you know, he's a great player. It, it just doesn't like look like they scheme for CeeDee Lamb. It's like whoever is open, you're going to throw it to, and that's and that's fine. I'm I'm I think Gallup is more than capable. I think Pollard is more than capable. I think Schultz is. I even think Noah Brown is. But then, in an overtime can point, game, can you third, point to me where Gallup shows up on the on the scorecard? Well, I'm not saying he shows up. I'm I'm just saying I'm confident in him. You know, catching a pass or running it like great, uh, throw the damn it. ball. I don't understand why on third and four, you know, the ball, you know, it's it's and it's obvious the 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 play was was not for Noah Brown, but to get him open. He ran a short, you know, crossing route. He was open and you throw the ball to him and, and Noah Brown has been good this year. But Noah Brown's a blocking wide receiver slash tight end, you know, and you're right. throwing him on third and four in overtime and he, he makes a mistake, you know, with his hands and it ends up costing you the game. CeeDee Lamb will, would catch that ball. I'm, I'm just saying so. Um, it's that, that's what I find most frustrating with the Cowboys offense is their stars are so good. This is such a Tony Pollard is excellent. You know, Zeke has been really good this year, underrated, you know, all these guys on offense have been good. You, you get them the ball, get your guys the ball. And if they do that, you know, they'll be more successful. They've done it on offense okay. already this year. Um, agree but, with you. So then how much of the blame are you putting on Kellen Moore? Because the schemes are horrible how many times did he put trips right and hand the ball up the middle to tony pollard yeah. what the fuck is that play <laughs> yeah it's 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 been you know kellen moore shined at times and he's not shined at times and this was one of the games where he didn't um and, and dude we know, were up 21 to 3 and in yeah. complete and utter control or 27 let's, 10 let's, whatever we're up 17 points complete control and then we went away from what was working it mm -hmm. oh i drive me nuts now you got me all fired. On the, um, on the, on the defensive side, um, terrible, one terrible. Of probably the worst game of the year. You yes. have to look at what the Cowboys' defense really was in this game. They are lacking a, a second corner. They have a slot corner that's been great in Deron Bland and Trayvon Diggs. You know, rarely even gets thrown to on on his but side. You pick but on the second guy. You pick on Joseph. A really big hole 
at, at their second corner. Anthony Brown went down for the year. He wasn't good to begin with. Um, and now you have Kelvin Joseph in there, who's, who's your second-year player, who is, is not very good. Um, no. at playing corner. He's a special teams player at best. They went to their third, fourth string options. It's It wasn't any better. Um, they, they just have a hole there, and then they were getting targeted all day long. Credit Trevor Lawrence. He, he saw it out, and he was delivering dots all over the field, getting it to Zay Jones about three times in the end zone and had himself a day. Um, and also that you know pass at the end to force the field goal to force overtime was an excellent throw as well. So credit to Trevor Lawrence. He, he was the star of the game for sure. But this Cowboys defense, if their pass rush doesn't wake up, the cor- they're asking their corners to do too much. It's not what the, the, offense, the defense is built for. They got to get well, pressure on the quarterback. And that's they gotta the give, other problem. You know, Where they, they can't give Lawrence that much time to throw. We lead the league in sacks. And can you remember the last time we had two or three sacks in a game? Yeah, it's been it's been a couple the, the last four games for the Cowboys when you look at it have not been good and they have no here's pressure. The, here's the problem: the Cowboys the last four games have not been good. We can agree that the the Giants game they had a bad first half, the Indy game bad first half, the Houston game was bad everything, and this game was bad everything. And they're three yeah. and one. That, that's what pisses me off about this team is this team has been playing good, you know. And and if you don't play good, you you you're not a guarantee to beat any team. And they're three and one, which which tells me that this team. This is what I, I say about this team: wake me up in three weeks when the playoffs start, because I've seen this for six years now. Dak Prescott wins a lot of games. The Cowboys have won a lot of games in the last you know couple years that Dak's been on the team. They've made the playoffs. That's great. They haven't done anything there. So get me to the playoffs. They're still ten and four. I'm not freaking out. This you know, there's no freak I'm not out, freaking of this, out either of the season's I'm, over or anything like that. You're ten and no. four. You know, you move made on the from this game. You know, you got you got two kind of harder games, I guess, showing up against the Eagles with maybe a backup quarterback and the Titans who haven't been great lately, but you know, as a tougher team. Um, you know, yeah, I want to win those games to go in the playoffs, but I, I am just at the point where, you know, the wins you know, no one gives them a credit, but the losses, you know, are the end of the world. Um, laugh They're the about end of it. the world because we're not playing well. I understand that, but but teams have, have games that you don't play good. I, what I'm saying is I've seen this team play at a caliber that I'd consider Super Bowl contender. So I haven't seen I it want since to Minnesota see that. five weeks ago. I want to see that in a playoff game. That's that, that that's what I have sure. to say. But I'd like to see it start in the regular season finale or sure. the last couple of games so that I go into the playoffs with a little more confidence. But, but I think I'm agreeing with you. It's saying I think that's going to come in the next couple weeks. It might come next week because I've seen it before, and and I I, I think it'll come. That's why I'm not overreacting to a really bad game with the Cowboys. the F they gotta wake up. up. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it starts with Dak, and I think when Dak plays his best game, it seems like everyone else does too, so. You know, yeah. Dak, Dak needs to pick it up. I've I've seen it before. The thing with Dak is that I've seen it before. I, I've seen Dak play these amazing games. So it's hey. not like I'm just asking him to be great. He has. He been was great bad. in the first half. Do a, right. do it in he the whole great. game. He was on. Do he, it. He was throwing for great sixty passes. minutes. All right. Enough ranting about the Cowboys. There, we got more games. God, my blood pressure is already like we, through the we roof. We got now. more games to cover um, as we get to the Sunday games. Eagles Bears is next. We have God you know, the damn news. Bears couldn't come out couldn't come up with yeah, a win. It was a, it was a closer game than we thought, but look, you know the there's there's the rumors out now that in the third quarter of this game, Jalen Hurts gets hurt. It's not anything serious. It's a bruised shoulder. It might be a precautionary thing that he doesn't play against Dallas this week. They've pretty much locked up the first seed in the East. They're probably going to win more, one more game, and they do. So 
you know, we'll, we'll talk about that next week a little more when we have more information on if he's really out. But, you know, he was excellent in this game. He had two picks early, which made it close. Mm-hmm. But the Bears offense is just shock, you know, shockingly bad. Um, there was a drive where they picked it off inside the 10, and I think they punted at the end of they the drive. Punted. They <laughs> was, punted. You can't make that stuff up. You know, Fields, no. the, the thing I'm, I, I'm just going to repeat what I've said all year, the Bears, they're 3-11, and 11, um, but this was a, a fantastic season for the Bears because they found their franchise quarterback. They have no question marks about Justin Fields at quarterback. Uh, did you huh? see that play? Did you see that play? The, the third and 31 where he ran and almost had that insane touchdown. Yeah, that, that's a, you know, that's a, so, that's unique. So you know, that's I will, a big I will say the same, the same thing I said about Jalen Hurts, right? Now I will give all the credit in the world that Jalen Hurts this year with some good weapons and a lot more intensity about his, you know, throwing has become a great quarterback. I will give him that. But for the first two years, he was an athlete trying to play quarterback. Yep. Justin Fields is an athlete trying to play quarterback, and he better work on his craft. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you put him in that Eagles offense, he'll probably be in the MVP conversation too. So they Maybe. got work to do. They got work to do with, um, you know, with, with getting him weapons and an offensive Dude, line. The only thing about the Eagles, man, uh, now is the Bears' rush defense amazing because, you know, a week ago, Miles Sanders looks like he was, again, it's you know, going to be the greatest running back in, of all time. It's not. And they couldn't run the ball for crap. No, it's it's not. It's not anywhere near the top. It's actually probably the bottom. Um, <laughs> Jalen Hurts has the three touchdowns. They were all inside, you know, the five-yard line. But Miles Sanders yep. couldn't really get it going. They were throwing it through the air. And that's what makes this team dangerous is is if, if this kind of stuff happens, this is, you know, this is, uh-oh, because the Eagles – can just do it both. We've seen them run it really effectively, and now you know AJ Brown for 181, Devontae Smith 126. You know, if, against a team like the Cowboys that has that second corner, that's just a hole, which a lot of teams do have. You know, they're just going to yeah. eat up through the air um, with whoever you, they they choose to you know pick their poison with. So. You better double team whoever is the second cornerback. Yeah. I mean, yep. or whoever is covering you know Devontae Smith or AJ Brown if Trayvon's not on the other one. Yeah. That's definitely going to be, you know, a, a key there. But A.J. Brown looks just really good um, still, and, and Hurts keeps delivering. We'll see if that injury is, is anything crazy, but, you know, should just be a precautionary thing there. Uh, moving on, Falcons, Saints. Oh, uh, oh the Falcons, oh. man. Oh, Falcons. We put, we put our belief in the Falcons and Desmond Ritter. He goes, doesn't even get to the 100-yard mark throwing the ball. Um, they were in this game. I'll give him credit for that. I think he made, you know, some plays when he needed to, but – he didn't pad the stats, nothing like that. Uh, they ran the cool. ball. Algier had 140 on the ground and a touchdown. Um, I said that he would find Drake London. He did 7 for 70. Majority of his yards went to him. So yeah. that's good to see um, that they kind of had that connection. Um, I, I thought Andy Dalton, you know, played good when, when, when he's in. I think he's had actually a really underrated season. He really um, has. And now the Saints team at 5-9, and nine, they have definitely been playing better as of late. You know, some of their losses, the Tampa Bay loss, they should have won. Um, mm-hmm. You know they should have got a win there. Um, you know they and they 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 beat the Rams before that. I think they've had a couple games that they played better, especially defensively. Um, it, you know if they can somehow win this NFC South, I think they're I think they can be the most dangerous team from the NFC NFC South um, because of what I've seen from the Bucks, and that's just disgusting. Um, but <laughs> but but the Saints, you know, are playing better. They get this win, um, and now they're they're one game back, just like. Everyone else of the Bucks. It's crazy. All right, that whole division is insane. Yep, pretty pretty nuts there. No, especially nobody wants to win. Nobody wants to win it. No, especially with the losses from the Falcons and then Carolina. 
um, as well. All right, let's keep it going. Um, Lions Jets. The Lions get another win. They have just they've been on a roll. I mean, this has I been really you. impressive stuff from the Lions. Um, you know, Zach Wilson was named the starter. You know, it made me a little more confident in the Lions that they would win this game. You know, and and they really, you know, they they played good on they played solid on both sides of the ball, and that's what I think was big was in a game where we said their defense is going to need to show up. You know, they don't play as good offensively on the road, especially against a good Jets defense. Um, their defense stepped up, and their offense was able to do just enough. That incredible play on fourth down, they drop another <laughs> another fourth down, you know, masterpiece of a play, a Brock Wright for a 51-yard, you know, play-action play. It ends up being the, the game-winning touchdown. Um, and this Lions team has now won from 6 or 1-6 and six, to now 7-7. Seven and seven. So it's been 6-1 and one in the last seven. Um, and they're they're poised right now to to look at making the playoffs. Now they have Carolina next week, Chicago, Green Bay. It's it's three games that they are are capable of winning. So it's not yes. really crazy to to talk about now. So, I mean, you know my <laughs> my uh, preseason predictions. It, it took a little while to get going here, yeah, but but, uh, but they've turned it around. I'm starting to look pretty good about it. I'm feeling good about Dan Campbell getting some uh, Coach of the Year awards and the Lions making a playoffs. It, it's starting to look like a possibility. Yeah, it's it's definitely looking, you know, like like it actually is going to happen. Um, and, the, you know, Jared Goff plays another good game. A mistake-free game doesn't turn the ball over. Um, you know, keeps playing the way he is. Zach Wilson actually didn't play bad, no, like terrible. Um, nope. Had some good passes. Um, had two touchdowns to, to C.J. Uzama, who I didn't even know was on this team. I mean, that was kind of mm -hmm. weird. But, uh, you know, he, he played okay, but, you know, still had another turnover. I, I think they go back they to They couldn't run White. the ball. They could not no, they run, the, run ball. the ball. They I mean, Zonovan Knight had 23 yards and Michael Carter had 615. I mean, yeah. you ain't going to win games that way. They, um, you know, the, the Jets probably will get Mike White back. Um, they play Thursday night. So maybe it's it's close there. I said there was a lot of controversy about him that he he was cleared to play, but they said he wasn't. I don't know really what's going on with with the Jets there, but they're kind of playing around with their playoff hopes. Um, they got they got Jacksonville next week, and we know how Jacksonville's playing on Thursday night. They lose that game, they're they're probably done as well. Um, yeah, over New York. So no, they, I think that they, uh, they definitely they definitely have to win out. There's no doubt about it. Yep. All right, let's keep it going. Steelers, Panthers. Uh, Again, the, what the hell? The Panthers, that, man. You fooled us. Here we are. We, we finally believed in the Panthers. Yeah. Everybody chose the Panthers this week. Yep. No, I'm good. I don't want to win. Yeah, they they, they didn't want to win this one. Um, How about a whole 21 yards running the ball? Right. Uh, Again, we talk about and, it, you know, with... And with, 14, 14 with, attempts from Hubbard and Foreman yeah. for 19 with, yards. With Watt in the lineup, the defense has played a lot better after he's come back. 21 yards on the ground. That's what they've been doing the best. I mean, Chubbard and Foreman have been averaging over, you know, 70, 80 yards a game um, yeah. when they've been winning. So, you know, Each. that obviously was, was rough for them. Um, and they're, you know, the Steelers, Deontay Johnson with his best game of the year, 10 for 98. You know, Trubisky in there, you know, he just... I guess he threw the ball good, um, good enough to win, you know, good enough to beat the Panthers. So, honestly, I think for the the final three weeks for the Steeler games, I'm just going to flip a coin. Yeah, and they're six. And eight I can't now. figure them out. They're six and eight. Like Vegas next week, Baltimore, Cleveland. I, I don't know, but 
They went out and Tomlin, Tomlin still has doesn't have a losing season. If they do that, he he's the greatest coach in the history <laughs> of, of the league. So that would be nuts. All right, let's get to another crazy game. Chiefs-Texans, an overtime win for Texans, Kansas man. City. The Texans playing all the big boys tough. They should be 2-0 in the last two weeks. They really yep. should. The way that they played these last two games definitely should have beat the Cowboys last week. Um, in this game, they were... Every time KC took their took a lead and they responded, they they really did. Um, they they came right back down. The kind of mix and match of Mills and Driscoll, Driscoll running the ball a little more, um, I, you know, it, it was kind of working. Um, you know, Mills actually delivered some good throws in the in the red zone. There, Aikens is kind of getting involved as the tight end, um, and and they were they kept it close. Their defense has been playing good. They hit hard, um, but at the end of the day, Jared, Jet McKinnon um, has been. The MVP the last couple of weeks for this team. I mean, he's been everywhere. He's been, you know, the the second coming of Austin Eckler, really, uh, catching the ball, running it, and gets that game-winning touchdown. The Texans, you know, with the fumble from Mills, um, and and you know, this team gets to 11-3. They needed it to stay, you know, of course with the Bills, it would have been probably a big loss for that that first overall seed. Um, but but Mahomes, you know, comes out with, with another win. I mean, y- you have to give it up for this guy. I mean, when he blew his knee out a couple of years ago, I the way it was right. such a bad ACL tear, I, I didn't think he was ever going to return, nope. and, and he didn't play for a while, you know. And I just uh, it's shocking to me that this guy's come back and now a year later or a year and a half later looks like the guy that used to you know be the reason that the San Francisco 49ers picked him up and were you know wanted to pay him. And and, right. and at that time, he was going to be like the number one, number two back. I mean, it, it's an amazing comeback. And, and for somebody who's blew out his knees a couple of times, I don't know how these guys do it. I, yeah. And to be stronger, faster, better, I, I don't understand. Yeah, definitely. The science is you crazy. Know, crazy. Really crazy to see him back. Um, but he's been big for them. And they go 11-3. and three. That That's a big Seahawks game next week for the Chiefs. And the Texans, was it one more loss? And they, they lock up the first overall pick. They take on the... Uh, the, the Titans next week. I don't know about that one. The way that they've been playing, I think they've been playing better than the Titans. So um, we'll have to see. They're going to get the number one pick. Yeah. We gotta see no matter that. what, they will shut it down if you know to get that number one pick. Yep. All right. Next game, the 4 o'clock games. The game that had tickets for, yes, $12. Uh, Twelve dollars yeah, compared tickets. to the Cowboys games that wanted four hundred and fifty for nosebleeds. We could have flew to Denver and, and went to the game for for cheaper. I mean, it would have been <laughs> might have been fun. Uh, I mean, the no, it wouldn't have been fun to watch this game. The only, I think, the only meaningless game, just in in the league this week. Um, the only thing that mattered was fantasy football. Yeah, like, I all I care. I kept looking because I wanted to see what DeAndre Hopkins was doing, and I wanted to see what. Uh, What's his name? Josie Jewell was doing on my defense. Yeah, n- nothing was happening. Uh, you know, Cole, Cole McCoy got hurt. Trace McSorley in. Uh, Rippon actually played fine. Got them the win. The Broncos four wins, man. You know they're they're moving up. So, um, but moving on up. Pointless at this point. Um, but the Cardinals were also officially eliminated from the playoffs. So they uh, they got bye some bye. work to do in the off season <laughs> um, as well. All right. To the crazy, craziest game, you know, it's not even game, craziest finish ever, something we've never seen before, an all-time, you know, idiotic play um, over by Jacoby Myers. How about the game first before we even get to the, the final play? 
There was another controversial it was a good game. play. It, yeah, it was a good game. The, the Raiders got out to a, a quick lead, but the Patriots got that pick six that kind of took them back into the game. Ramondre Stevenson, a huge game, 172 and a touchdown, probably his best game of the year, um, which really carried them on the ground. When they run the ball, you know, they're going to be in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a crazy play, the last drive kind of of the game where the Raiders were going to tie it up to send it to overtime. Uh, that, that kind of controversial touchdown of Mac Holland or, or Keelan Cole. I'm sorry. Keelan yeah. Cole was in the corner of the end zone. He goes down, he gets one foot in and he doesn't get the second. It was called incomplete on the field. I believe. No, it's um, called complete. It was, on the it, was, field. it was called a touchdown on the field and they yeah. go to review it. And it looks like his, like half his foot is pretty much on the line. Was it, was it not? I, there is no person who has any, <laughs> Uh, pair of ability eyes. to see with their <laughs> eyes that didn't look at that and go, oh, nope, he didn't get the second it, foot it, in. It really pains me on the calls that that every fan of any game of any team can call, and the refs can get it wrong. I don't know how that is that ever happens, but they hey, got it listen, wrong. It was wait, not a here's the worst part. Bounds. You have you have replay. Yep. Replay clearly showed his his toes were you know on the, the line. The World Cup had the the. The offsides the kind of VAR. They can't yeah. have that where it has a you know a line that right. that says um, if he's right. in or out or you know on the out of bounds. I don't know. hundred percent. But I, the ref should be embarrassed. Yeah, the not Patriots, as embarrassed as Jacoby Myers, but embarrassed. The Patriots do the unthinkable. They had the ball back. Um, they they hand it off to Ramondre Stevenson. He, you know, this is, this is going overtime, 24-24. Yeah. He just has to go Had a nice little 23-yard run to pad a stat. But he, you know, yeah. he gives it back to Myers. Maybe something can happen. And Jacoby Myers, instead of going down or throwing it to a guy not 40 yards, you know, behind him. <laughs> behind him. Throws it 40 yards behind him to Mac Jones. Except the fact that Mac Jones is a, a kind of tiny little white dude. And, and you got... <laughs> you got you got Chandler, you got Chandler Jones, Jones, who ate him for there, lunch. He was sitting there with the ball in his hand after he intercepts it, after the pass was thrown right to him, and looks at Mac Jones in the eyes and goes, well, thanks for the touchdown because I'm, <laughs> you're not going to tackle me. And he stiffs, arm, stiffs arms him, and he gets the end zone, and they walk it off. I've never okay. seen any play like that in my life. I've, I've never seen a play where I was so, you know, I think the only word is flabbergasted, you know, yeah. at what I just saw. Did, did and, you uh, did you hear him incredible. talk afterward, Jacoby Myers, about what he was doing? Like, did he have a brain fart? Like, did he, he think it was so, that they were losing? So I, I didn't get to see the, here, the press So I did see it. Here's, uh, you know, a thing that we kind of got to commemorate him for and, and give respect. He did get up in front of the media after it. He was, like, bawling his eyes out. Um, but he, he got up in front of the media, and he was talking to them, and he, he basically just said he was he was trying to be a hero. He kind of... When when he was basically his reasoning was when he got the ball, you know, flipped back to them. He thought they were they wanted to like go for something or do something. I, you know, that's how he kind of described. It. Like he thought they were going to go for the win and try to do something crazy. And I think he just thought that he had to throw it back. Or that's my only explanation. I don't know. Okay, all right. Let, I don't know. I'm that doesn't it. make any you know make it any better. But I think that's what he was trying to do. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he had like a a, a temporary stroke. Right and completely <laughs> forgot what the hell he was doing, but when you look at the rest of the field as he's running, he's running backwards like twenty yards, which I don't understand. What are you doing, buddy? Right, 
And then you look at your options, and your only option is I could throw it 25 yards behind me to Mac Jones. What is yeah. Mac Jones going to do with it? <laughs> look, he he obviously blacked out at a stroke, like what you said, <laughs> and it was it, it just happened. There, there's no way to sugarcoat it. It happened to be one of the worst mistakes in, in NFL history. So that poor man, he has replaced the It'll, butt fumble. He really and has. all the other things that have been the bloopers butt. from, and he will be the number one blooper for the rest of time. Yep, and it sucks because he's a good young, you know, wide receiver. But he's going to have that tag to him for a long time, and not only for the long time, for the short term. The Patriots are seven to seven in a game that they probably should have won, you know, in regulation yeah. or not, or they should have, yeah, they should have won in regulation. No. Yeah. Um, but but they kind of take a hit here. They go to you know play Cincinnati. They got Miami and Buffalo. They got to win. What, what they got to win out at least win two out of the three against three of the best teams in the AFC. It's not going to happen. They really needed not to win happen. this one to have a chance. So they're yes, they done. And the Raiders kind of sneak into this place where they got Pittsburgh, San Fran, Kansas City. Obviously, got to win out. Um, maybe a little harder that road, but they kind of keep their. They're both their done. Crazy hopes alive, but that AFC is pretty stacked. Yeah, the Patriots are done. Which which you know the, Ra- the Raiders really- are going to look back. The Raiders are going to look back on the season and four games where they gave up 17-point leads. There's no reason the Raiders shouldn't have at least nine wins right now, eight, yes. nine wins. They, they, they should definitely, um, but too many blow like that. They the, should have ten wins. The Patriots, I mean, really. have, this is, I, I was kind of having this conversation with myself today. Do you think there's any reason to talk about Bill Belichick after the season, or is that just an overreaction? Of a, oh, a complete you know, overreaction. First of you all, know, this Patriots team has no talent. I mean, on the offensive. I, I, I mean, don't, I don't so, agree with that. They, they have, they do have talent. You know, well, they have Ramondre Stevenson. I, I don't think That's they're the. Well, I don't think they're the the Bears. You know, I think Jacoby Myers can be definitely a, a wide receiver on a team that you know throws the ball heavy. I think he could be okay. good. He's, you know, he's not a wide receiver one. They I, their I tight ends so, have but, been lackluster. Their defense has been excellent, but they've also like lost like three starters over the last couple of weeks. You know, look, the, he the fact that this team is even relevant in a year where I really expected them to take a massive step back and be out of the playoffs about five weeks ago. The fact that they're relevant still shows that he can coach because this team is not as good as they've had in years past. Do you, do you think after the this season, maybe next year if they're bad again, does he kind of look at it and say he's just kind of killing his, his resume? Because he doesn't have anything left to prove. You know, he, no, he doesn't. Was, and I, mean, and I don't think it's – I don't think anything's going to happen in the near future that, that the Patriots turn it around and get another franchise, you know, quarterback because I think Man, Mac Jones is, isn't good enough to, you know, do anything Super Bowl-esque with them. But, you know, he does – I don't see him, you know, having another chance with it. So, you know, no, I guess it, it really years, just – well, I think it really matters. The only thing that possibly matters is does he want to catch Don Shula for most, you know, wins for, you know, a head coach? Because ah, yeah. is it, I think he's, uh, off the top of my head, I really honestly can't remember. But, he's got to be top uh, five. No, he's number two. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Uh, there he is. He's only 20, he's only 20 wins away. Ah, yeah. He's, he's going to be a couple more years and then. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on. Titans Chargers was a different game than I thought it was going to be. Very low scoring. Me too. The the Chargers, I gotta check their. I haven't checked this yet. Their third down efficiency four for thirteen. Ouch, that is awful. the The Titans were three for eleven. This was punt central. Yeah. Seven punts for the Chargers. Um, seven for the Titans. It was punt all day. Um, you know Herbert. At you know besides the the third downs had a really good game. Three thirteen. Um, he had the two picks, but they both. 
were kind of not his fault um, when you watch them back. But the the, the clutch passes is, is what you give Herbert. In a game that, for the probably the first time in his career, his defense kept him in. Um, he, you know, he made the clutch throws at the end of the game, the one to, uh, to, to Mike Williams on the sideline to get him in field position, um, for the, one of the new best kickers in the league, uh, Cameron Dicker. Yes. Uh, he, you know, he's been really great. So he's best you know, one in his entire career. That's, you know, that's, that is kind of unreal from a, you know, basically rookie. He didn't really play his rookie year. Um, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the, you know, Herbert came through and it was clutch and he got it to. To Mike Williams there, uh, Keenan Allen's back in the form, A for 86, and the Chargers have won their two most important games of the year against Miami and Tennessee on this stretch. They go yeah, into three games. They, they go against three teams that are already eliminated from the playoffs. They're going to at least win two out of those. That'll get them to the playoffs. And Herbert in the playoffs, you know, I don't. I would not want to play them. No, and if they could get a little healthier on defense and, and get Derwin James back, then, you know, they got a fighting right. chance. Yeah. On the other side, uh, you want to talk about a team devoid of talent? Man, it's Derrick Henry and nobody. Yeah, and it starts with their quarterback because it's too he, bad. You know, Tadell's got to go, and, and, and Malik Willis ain't wait, the guy either. So Can we talk about that? Because it's both their quarterbacks that are not the They're guy. They're both terrible. Malik Willis terrible. has had a lot of opportunity. Remember, Tannehill got, got hurt. Yep. Um, He wasn't good in those games, and he wasn't good in this one either when he was you know, told to come. He, he, looks, he just looks kind of scared uh, yeah. back there. I, I don't the game looks too big for him right now. Yeah, and you got Derrick Henry, who obviously carries a load. He's ridiculous. Um, was led the team in rushing and receiving, which he doesn't even catch the ball, um, which is crazy. So the Titans are now seven and seven. They've lost three in a row. They uh, or four in a row. Sorry, they have fumbled this entire you know e- easy division of AFC. You know the AFC South. Now they go Houston hey, next hey. week. Let's let's assume they get back on track. They got yeah. Dallas and Jacksonville after that. You're going to assume that Jacksonville. You know, after the wins that they've had, they're going to be know, playing for something. They're going to be playing mm-hmm. for something. They got the Jets, Houston. You know, they could definitely be in that game, and that last game of the year could be for the division uh, title. Here's my issue. All right, you have a wide receiving core that caught five passes. Mm-hmm. Five. That's Chris Conley, Robert Woods, and uh, Westbrook Akeem. Ro- Robert Woods has to be the the most disappointing thing to not right? even give yourself a chance at a, at a number one guy you can't even get Traylon Burks on the field because he can't stay healthy like this team's a mess they're, yeah. they're not, I, I could oops there goes my phone I could easily see uh I could easily see the Titans you know falling apart and, and not getting in the playoffs yep all right well that would be that, that would just be awful for, in this yeah. division you know the seven and three start that they had I get it. all right let's go to another big blown lead uh, the Buccaneers. Tom Brady blew a lead. It wasn't him doing the comeback this time. It's the next coming of, you know, the GOAT, the Burr, Joe Burrow. MVP. MVP. He, dude, he, there's something about Joe Burrow. There's, there's something is. How can, you, cool. how can you be romantic about Joe Burrow? He, he's just the guy, you know, he, he does this week in and week out. You know, he did it in college and he's, the same exact person he was in college in the pros. He's a baller. You know, he wins games. Um, and, and but, you know, you got, you give the credit to him, 200 yards, four touchdowns. But the reason he was even put in position of this game was the defense. Or maybe you say the Buccaneers offense, five straight turnovers out of the second half. They were up big at halftime, 17-3. Um, five turnovers out of the half. You know, five. Uh, uh, two, two interceptions, three fumbles. 
I, I don't. It was like watching the Colts play the Cowboys. I, I couldn't believe my eyes. Um, yeah. it, every possession, you know, they didn't even get to punt. They just turned the ball over on their first, you know, set of downs. And Burrow, if, if you put the the Bengals have, I, I've said this, the most, you know, explosive offense I think in the league, um, with yeah. their receiving cores with with Burrow with two great running backs. Um, it's it, it can go to anyone, um, and and Burrow can get it to anybody. So you know when you give the, the Bengals 40, 30 yard fields, they're probably going to score you know ninety percent of the time. So yeah. it, it's that that was a no brainer. You know the Bengals were able to come back when when the Bucks just and, could not get it past half field without turning it over. It was you know and, Brady and this was the Bengals defense fell apart. that was missing its two best players. Yep, in, in Hubbard and Hendrickson. I mean like. Unbelievable. This Buccaneers team is pathetic. And the fact that they looked as good as they did beating us week one makes me want to vomit. <laughs> well, the week the week one, you know, the, this team didn't, you know, it didn't really look like that. Uh, and and Dallas, it was just a, a crazy game one. But that that definitely just makes you think of, of how everyone thought they were against where the Cowboys are, you know, after week one with Dak going down and everything how that would have taken place. But let's look at the Bucks now. They got Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta. You know, if they win out, obviously they win the division. Um, the only thing I really see is is that game versus Atlanta at the end. Um, Atlanta's already, you know, kind of no chance. set themselves There's back. There's no chance. Um, but if they went out, you know, and they get that win, um, you know, we, we, we could see that last game of the, of the year kind of mean something. The, the only team that has a chance of catching the Buccaneers is the Saints. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, those other two teams are flawed, like completely, you know, and at the end of the day, I just, I can't see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing two out of three and not winning division. I I just, I can't, I can't see. We have, we have seen some things that we couldn't imagine the Buccaneers doing that that have happened this year. So maybe it it ends up. And they beat New Orleans twice. So it's, they're not losing this division. All they're right. going to creep into the playoffs terribly, yeah. but they're going to win. And they're going to host a game against those Dallas Cowboys, and you That's know right. the Cowboys will have to do what they've never done and, and beat Tom Brady. And beat Tom Brady. So, great. All right, let's get to our last game here, Giants-Commanders Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't You really can fast-forward to the fourth quarter. Well, you can fast-forward really it to the two. There's two things you got to talk about because at the end of the game, the Washington Redskins were robbed by the, by the yeah, referees. Definitely. Uh, there's no I mean, question when you look at that that replay. The first thing with, with with McLaurin when he's we signals to see it that he's on the line. The ref tells him to move up. He takes a step up. He looks back. He gives him a thumbs up. And t- as soon as the play starts, the referee throws <laughs> you know his flag. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah. You want to talk about getting screwed? And I don't even like Washington. I couldn't care right. less. But right. to get screwed on that because Brian Robinson scored on that play. Right, and then you know the two point conversion they, they had you know, they had to get pushed back. Then on the other one, where literally, I mean, Chris Samuel was mobbed. Like, I mean, the guy on him, I don't know his name, some third string cornerback, literally was bear hugging him, grabbing his arms, repping his head. Like, yep. that's pass interference every day of the week. I don't. I what, what pains me again with with calls that every fan as not referees can call and, and and every fan base can agree is obvious that that is pass interference. You can't do that. Um, and they don't call it. it. It just pains me when they pick and choose kind of the penalties that, that they want to call. Um, it, it just makes it frustrating, you know, on, on a play that yeah, does it guarantee that Washington wins? No, it just gives them another play mm-hmm. because that play was, you know, illegal. So right. It, it kind of, you know, is is definitely frustrating as a you know competitive standpoint, but 
The Giants, I, the Giants definitely played better in this game. I couldn't believe that it was due to Heineke. The fact that Washington got back in this game, you know, they were, they they, they couldn't move the ball on the ground in the first half, um, and then you know their defense was definitely couldn't stop Saquon Barkley to save their lives. So, right. you know, it, it it was surprising that they were in this game. Heineke should definitely continue to be the starter. The Giants pretty much cement themselves in the playoffs, um, but the you know Washington on the on the other hand. You know, they're now in competitive with Seattle and obviously Detroit, who, you know, could definitely jump them as, as the commanders still got to play. You know, they got San Fran next week. So they're in trouble, man. They're definitely they're in trouble. In trouble. They got Dallas. They got uh, San Fran. They're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. And you, they, know, you know, it's interesting. Rayshon Jenkins is going to be the defensive player of the week, but there should be an honorable mention for Kate, uh, Thibodeau. Yeah. My yeah, he was, God. He, that, he is. He had a very quiet, slow start to the year. Yes. The last couple of games, he has turned it up as he's gotten more healthy. I think um, he's been he's been dominant. Had a great game. Oh. Twelve tackles. Twelve, and had that 12 tackles, sack, fumble, touchdown. Like he was everywhere, and he was mean, and he was scary, and oh. they could not stop him. Jahan Dotson. There was one play where Jahan Dotson was for was the guy who was supposed to. Uh, Block him and he like olayed him. He's like, no, nah, dude, all you, man. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I am not putting my little five ten frame in front of that monster of a human being. Yeah, he 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 made a business, you know, decision there. Yes, he made a business decision. <laughs> all right, uh, that's week. It's a crazy week. Crazy. Oh, yeah, we week. got three more weeks left. Saturday games. Oh, my next week, um, because it, AJ, yep. it. it if the Cowboys don't start playing better, and if the Cowboys lose to the Eagles, I don't care if Minshew plays or their, you know, somebody's grandmother plays. I don't care. I yeah. need a win. I, 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 I don't want to hear an Eagles. I don't want to hear one Eagle fan text me. I don't want to hear no, one, you know, I NFC East fan text me. Either. I, I can't. I can't deal with it anymore. You know, no. it's it, it's painful. So we'll, we'll talk about it next week. I need a week to to look into it and think out of it because I had some strong okay. decisions. And now the Eagles are kind of in that first place scenario. I don't know if they're going to necessarily care to to win. I, they should care. It's a rivalry game, but we'll see if they, uh, you know, what happens at quarterback there. Games on Saturday because of Christmas on Sunday, so you know we will uh, we'll have a full weekend of of doing you know of of, of football. Yeah, there's only three games on Sunday. Games it's on weird. Sunday. It's like, we got like Monday. Football. We got Thursday. A lot of football this weekend. Um, Christmas coming up, so happy holidays. Um, and we'll get to you know more football. Happy Hanukkah at the end of the week. Happy Hanukkah.